Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hello and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative and resident business coach here. And today I'm going to share some insights into overwhelm and procrastination. So right now I'm sitting in a beautiful eco-village, not village, little hut thing um, outside of Melbourne. And if you've been following on Instagram, I've taken myself away from the city to be on a bit of a writer's retreat. Um, Some exciting news is that I've been asked to write a book by Hardy Grant Publishers. Um, so that'll be out in 2021, um, how to start a side hustle. We're thinking it'll be called. Um, but it has been an interesting process and I thought I would share some insights whilst overwhelm and procrastination are really real for me. So obviously writing a book is a massive task. And for me, it feels like starting a business from scratch. So I've been running startup creative for about five years now. And to be honest, it's gotten quite easy in terms of like I, what I teach my business coaching clients is setting up a business, testing the marketplace, getting the first customers, building a marketing plan, scaling a business. Um, I've been doing a lot of what I teach for myself. And as a result, um, business now comes to me pretty easily. Um, I feel really clear about the ideas and the values and everything that I teach. Um, so it has been cruising for a little bit, but doing this new project of starting a book feels like going back to the very beginning. And it's been really great to be able to resonate with the feelings of what it feels like again. Um, for those of you who are out there or that I work with who often come to me and say, um, I know what I need to do. I I know what I want to do but I can't do it. I'm just procrastinating or I feel completely overwhelmed about the task ahead. So I thought now is the best time to share how that feels and how I'm approaching it. So by no means am I an expert in this space, but I've definitely felt and experienced a lot of overwhelm. Um, I guess a little bit of anxiety about how big the task is ahead Um, to write 30,000 words and to put it into print and to know that it's going to be distributed globally. It's a lot of pressure. Um, And then as a result, have experienced quite a lot of procrastination. Um, So what I've been doing this last week as I've been on this little writer's retreat is pulling on everything that I know, Um, all the books that I've read, the podcasts I've listened to, the experts that I've met, the personal development that I've done, Um, to apply some skills to overcoming the overwhelm and the procrastination. And um, I've made a bit of a list and it's quite long and uh, it doesn't have to be all of them. I'm just going to share a few of them that throughout this last week where I have noticed myself procrastinating or just getting lost in the overwhelm, um, some little strategies that I've applied that were really helpful So pick the ones that are right for you and um, give them a crack. Maybe there's three or four there that you need to work through um, until one of them, you know, kicks you out of it and um, helps you to get back on track. So 
Know that procrastination and overwhelm is really real. It happens to all of us. It happens to the best of us. It doesn't matter what stage of your business you're at. Um, it's a really real human behavior. So I think the, the first thing that I really noticed in my week here is the days that I got up and was like, all right, I feel really inspired. I'm going to get straight to work. And sometimes that was seven o'clock in the morning and I would just jump straight onto the computer. They were the days when I had the most procrastination because whilst I had some initial burst of energy at the beginning of the day, um, it would often fade or get distracted or my mind was really busy. The days that I got up and went straight to my meditation before turning my phone on and I watched the sunrise and I sat in silence and stillness and visualized my future, they were the days that I had the most productivity. So if you're feeling like you're experiencing a lot of procrastination or overwhelm, then my first thing to do is go, what was to ask yourself, what was my morning like? Did I set a clear intention? Did I set a clear direction for how this day was going to go? Did I clear my mind of the clutter? Did I connect back to myself? Did I start in a really still intentional way? Or did I have chaos? <laughs> and for me, I noticed the mornings where I had chaos or, or jumped straight into work and, and coffee and busyness, um, they were the days that I felt most distracted. So really noticing even just for myself how important that meditation practice is um, and whatever that is for you, it might be prayer, it might be just sitting in nature or having an intentional coffee and being really clear about how you're going to start your day. So firstly, ask yourself, what was my morning like and did I intentionally create my day or did I just get swept up in it? The second thing that I really practiced was that when I felt procrastination and I felt like I was like just, you know, fluffing about on the internet or, you know, checking social media too much and my mind was, you know, being all over the place, then notice that as quick as possible and just take a break. Like there's nothing better than just getting up and removing yourself from the work desk or the task at hand and getting and giving yourself what your body is trying to tell you that it needs, which is a break. So if you're feeling that and you're noticing it and you're sitting at the desk and you're like, oh, I'm not getting anything done or I'm wasting time or you end up, you know, notice that you're in a YouTube rabbit hole, um, get up and take a break and break that cycle. Get up and remove yourself. Um, and then in that break, you might want to do something that's what I call like a high vibration, something inspiring. So listen to a podcast, listen to an audio book, pick up a book, um, you know, maybe go and find someone that you admire or that um, is living the life that you want to be living or running a business and read one of their blog posts or fill yourself up with something that's inspiring, that's high vibration and that can re-motivate yourself. The other thing that's been really helpful for me is exercise. And often, you know, that can be first thing in the morning. So get up and meditate and exercise and move your body. Um, but I've also been doing it throughout the day. So I'm staying on this incredible property um, and taking myself for walks around the property. Um, and sometimes it's just getting up on the computer and doing some squats or jumping in the pool and doing some laps. Um, the thing that I notice about exercise and I am one of the worst persons, people at 
um, making this happen and knowing, even though I know it's good for me, I, I definitely procrastinate about even exercising. Um, but when I do do it, I feel like I get this flush of new, fresh blood through my body. And that's what's happening when you exercise. You elevate your heart rate. So it doesn't have to be this big, intense, long personal training, you know, crazy workout. It's just about flushing the the blood through your system. So getting your heart rate up, getting a little bit sweaty or red in the face, um, and just allowing the blood to refresh. So think about a flush of blood moving through rather than it being stagnant and, you know, just doing its usual cycle of, all right, we need to get blood to these things, um, but give it a bit of a, a refresh. So that's what exercise does. It gets you up and moving and it, and it f- refreshes your entire body by putting fresh, energized blood through all of your cells and especially to your brain. Something else that I've found really helpful has been connecting to my why. So why am I doing this? Why am I sitting down? Why am I removing myself from my friends and family and my social life? Or what, you know, for you guys, if if you're at home and you're not writing a book or um, why are you trying to start a business? Like why are you doing it? Um, Because the why and what's on the other side of the task at hand is the thing that's going to make you actually do it. And when you, the reason why you need to ask yourself, why am I doing this, is because you'll actually start to um, generate emotions of what it feels like on the other side of the task at hand. So rather than looking at the to-do list or the computer screen or, you know, the, the word count, you actually go, okay, the reason I'm writing these words, the reason I'm sitting at this computer, the reason I'm you know, staying up late is because I want to see that book published. I want to see it in people's hands. I want to be at my book launch. I want people's lives to be changed. I want to share this knowledge in this unique way. So how you might like to do that is like maybe a journal exercise. So what is the future version of yourself calling you to? What is it saying about um, what's it going to feel like when you get there, when you've achieved this? And it gives what you're doing in the current task and the current moment a meaning. It gives it a reason and it helps you to move towards that. And that elevated emotion is what you're searching for. It doesn't really matter what you're doing. It's what you're the, the emotion that you're searching for. It's the... Um, the feeling of what it's going to feel like when you've accomplished this task, when you've started the business, when you've, you know, finished the book, when you've you know, done the pitch deck that's going to land the client that you want. So have a crack at journaling. Um, maybe it's like gratitude. I'm grateful for the opportunity to remove myself and to be in this beautiful house. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to write a book, um, whatever it might be. But the, the trick is to get an elevated emotion. So the emotion, and this is what I've learned from Joe Dispenza, is the elevated emotion, like think about if you elevate, it's going to lift you up and carry you there and help you to actually give meaning and purpose to the task at hand. Um, and when you connect to what's on the other side, it's kind of like um, – I was talking to someone the other day about long haul flights, you know, flying from Australia to anywhere else in the world, really. It's like, you know, Europe is a a 25 hour flight. 
Um, and no one ever talks about that flight and how painful it is to, to look at the little screen in front of you and go, I've got 17 hours to go. Everyone always talks about how fabulous their Euro holiday was. Um, but the excitement of being in Europe and on the Amalfi Coast and lying in the sun and finally seeing Italy or whatever, that's the thing that makes us endure the big long flight, right? So the enduring comes from knowing that the destination is exactly what we want and what we're fighting for. So reconnect back to why you're doing this and, and try and elevate your emotion to the end goal. All right, some other things I've done is uh, tuning out altogether. So <laughs> when I really um, have stopped and picked myself up and removed myself from the desk and the writing process, uh, instead of, um, yes, there's been times where I've been like, okay, I need inspiration um, and some of you might need that and you go and listen to a podcast or an audiobook or something that inspires you. Um, there was times where I just really needed to tune out my brain altogether. So putting on music um, and going for a walk and just wandering around the property with no purpose, nowhere to go, nothing to do. And in those times, there was times where I've done that just for a, I just need to shut down my brain because it's going wild right now. Um, so just having fun and activating, you know, your favorite tunes and having a bit of a dance and just wandering about and being observant of the present moment um, just because. And then there was times where I walked around and the question that I was trying to ask or answer in my writing process I would actually just ask out into the universe, out into nature, um, without being connected to any sort of digital answer. I was like, why do people need to start a business? Why do we want to be entrepreneurs? Why, you know, why is, and ask the question, why, um, whatever I'm, I'm trying to fix, whatever I'm trying to do, um, or answer or, or do it. It's, I just opened the question right up and instead of, you know, being really deliberate and searching really hard for it, I just opened um, it out and saw and tried to listen into what my mind or my creativity or my intuition had to say. Um, so that's a good one if you're trying to fix something or solve something because go for that walk, um, go for that wander about and um, pose the question in your mind and and um, see what comes through and what might inspire inspire you from your environment. And often what I've found is that, you know, the things around me or just the clarity on, um, of being out and away from it helped me to um, answer it or see it from a new perspective. Uh, another good one that um, I learned through a personal development course is to just do something. So when we achieve a task, we actually get a dopamine hit in our brain. So when we get from A to B or we just tick one thing, um, it, it's a dopamine hit. And once we get that dopamine hit, which is like, oh, yes, I achieved something, then it's easier to keep rolling off that dopamine high. 
So it could be shaving your legs. It could be doing the dishes. It could be going to the shops to buy stuff for dinner. It could be making the bed or, you know, whatever it is. Do one task that is super achievable that goes, ah, I did that. I've been wanting to do that. Um, I've done it and now I have a dopamine hit and now I have the um, example of what it feels like in my body to set out to do a task and to achieve a task. Um, and actually I remember, um, I think I went to a personal development course when I was in youth work and they were talking about working with kids at risk. And, you know, it's also a parenting technique, I think, is that if you set the bar too high, then, um, it, and it becomes unachievable, then people lose motivation. So when they're not that I believe in keeping animals in captivity, but when they were training whales in to jump out of the water at SeaWorld or in a pool, um, they would actually put the rope on the bottom of the pool. And when the whale swam over that rope, then they rewarded it and it gave it its dopamine hit. Like, yes, great, I achieved something. And then they would slowly raise it so that the animal learnt that when it went over that rope, it got its um, reward. But if they put that rope right up, you know, two meters above the the water where they eventually want the whale to jump out of, um, then it it's too big a task, um, and it's too it's unachievable, and the whale won't a know how to do it, or b have any motivation to do it. Um, but if you keep the bar low and start there, then you actually can can gradually raise it. So a weird analogy there, um, but a good example of giving yourself those little low bar tasks of things that you can achieve, that you can tick off um, to get yourself that hit and to remind yourself what it feels like and that you can achieve a task. Getting off technology is another really good one. There's nothing worse than sitting at a computer and then, you know, scrolling Instagram and then, you know, um, going back to the computer and it's just like information overload and data and, you know, people trying to get at you and talk at you. So um, something that was really helpful for me was putting my phone on airplane mode and just re- going on that walk and removing myself from tech altogether. Remembering that these are just lots of different ideas of lots of different things that I've tried at lots of different times of the day. Um, you don't have to do them all in one go, um, but just pick and choose the ones that are helpful for you. Something that I um, have done in the past, I haven't done it here because I've been out in the bush away from everything, um, but I also saw on Instagram somebody else, a artist that I know, um, Instagramming that they were just wandering around a gallery. And I was like, that's, that's uh, brilliant. You know, it's like, if you're an artist and you're a designer, go and be in and around other people who have done it. So take yourself to a gallery, to a beautiful restaurant, to, um, you know, the ocean, go somewhere inspiring, go and be in a place where their creativity is thriving and oozing, right? Where that's a vibration of brilliance and creativity. So go and be in and around that and see if you can get it to spark the creativity um, and the inspiration in you. Another really good one is making a reward at the end. 
So what's one little task? You know, for me, it was like, okay, once I get to 5,000 words, then I get to um, go to town and, and get something for dinner or I'm going to jump in the pool and go for a swim or then I get to at 5 o'clock I'm going to go for my walk. Um, so give yourself those little rewards and things to work towards. Um, something else that has, um, I guess it's similar to having that end in mind, but how bad do you want it? Like you really got to ask yourself that question. If you're sitting down and it's challenging, it means it's probably worth it and you're creating something that you haven't done before. You're figuring out how to start a business. You're figuring out how to write a book, how to scale the business, how to grow your customers, how to charge more money, how to get more customers. Um, how bad do you want that? Because if you want it bad enough, you're also just going to do it. <laughs> There's going to be an element where you just have to kick yourself up the butt and go, you want this. You've always sat and dreamt of writing a book and now here's the opportunity and no one else can write it for you. And, you know, what are your options here? You've signed a contract, so you have to write it. <laughs> but also you want to see that end goal. So sit down and make it happen. Uh, so there is time and place for just being hard on yourself and going, if you want this, you have to go through the hard work. Nothing good comes or nothing amazing and brilliant and different comes from the same old, same old. You have to break the habit. You have to do something different to what you've always done if you want to get something different to what you have now. So sit down, get really real with yourself and say, do you want to work for somebody else? Do you want to accept this income? Do you want to be a non-author who's dreaming of being an author? Um, or do you, do you want what's on the other side of this? Okay, cool. You want it? Let's go. Let's do it. It's probably me and my um, – I in high school, I did a lot of long-distance running and in university as well. So I've always had coaches, running coaches, who were very um, – stripped on me and my training regime so I definitely have their voices in the back of my head of being like come on up you go let's go we'll make it happen and that's the reality right is that if you want something bad enough no one is gonna do that work for you no one can write the book and say by Kayleen Langford um some you have to be prepared to do it it's like when when I was running it's like if you want to win that race you have to be the one on the track at 6 a.m in the morning putting the k's in your legs so get get real with yourself about are you prepared to not make this happen or to to give up on this goal because if you want it bad enough you will do it and I think every you know elite athlete that I admire or um, business um, entrepreneur or owner it's they they're the queens and kings of doing the work and they're the ones that make it happen and go without and um, get up and work when no one else is working so there is an element of just needing to do the hard work in order to get the result and then as you're achieving these little milestones along the way make sure you celebrate when you celebrate the tiniest little win if it's writing you know sitting down at the desk for 10 minutes or or getting the website live or sending an email to a supplier or pitching yourself or reaching out to someone on instagram to to collaborate with them um, they're little wins so find the wins and celebrate them because when you celebrate a win Again, you're actually programming your brain to get that little hit 
of like, yes, I did it. You know, I, um, I get, I get that elevated emotion and I remind myself that I can achieve. Okay. So celebrate along the way. It's really, really important. Um, in whatever way, tell someone, call somebody, um, you reward yourself, um, but celebrate because the celebration is actually programming your brain um, to feel good about achieving a task. And when your brain has that neuropathway that's like, oh, that feels really nice or, or we get that reward or whatever, um, then it wants to do more of that and you have the experience of what it feels like to get a little win. So keep the bar low if you need to and celebrate along the way. <clears throat> Um, something that I've done, even um, I did this with my dad last night. I was learning about the Industrial Revolution and my dad's about to turn 70. So I, I was really interested in chatting to him about his um, experience of going to work and how he chose his career. So I spent the whole day studying and I went deep down, you know, research and um, Harvard Business Reviews and all of these articles and I was trying to piece together why we are the way that we are um, and then the thing that really helped me was actually just bouncing the idea with my dad and teaching him what I'd learnt and getting his perspective and his feedback and um, yeah so I think that was a cemented my learning b broadened my perspective on it um, and helped me to see and ask even more questions so if you're halfway through something or you've, you're working on, on a big task or you've got an idea, call someone that you admire, someone that inspires you, someone in your circle who's got a similar mindset. You don't want to call someone who's going to be a downer about it. You want to call someone who's going to like ask more questions or banter with you. So bounce ideas off someone else because um, especially what I've learned is that when you learn something, I think I learned this in high school actually. When you learn something, the best way to um, to remember it and to actually make sure that it stays as knowledge is to teach somebody else. So call someone else, bounce an idea off them and get some feedback. Another really helpful thing for me has been eating nourishing foods and supplements. So um, blueberries are really good for the brain as are mushrooms. Um, there's some really good mushroom powders out there that are mushrooms are just um, all sorts of mushrooms are really good for the brain um, so lion's mane in particular there's a really good lion's mane supplement powder that i just mix in with some probiotic kefir um, and just it tastes disgusting but um, knowing you know you kind of get that feeling where you're like yes I'm doing something good for my body, but eating nourishing foods. And I always think of athletes in this way. It's like, um, it's like a secret weapon. You can be on the track and you can train as hard as you want, but if you're going to go and feed your body shitty food, then it's not going to have the fuel to, um, to go to the elite level. So know that, um, if you're working on starting a business or, um, you know, a big task, and you're feeling overwhelmed and you're procrastinating go and make yourself a really wholesome meal put like nourishing fuel into your body so that your body can perform at an elite level it's not just the mind it's not just the ideas it's the body's ability to sustain energy to think clearly to run off really great quality fuel 
Um, green juices is another really good one that I love. Lots of um, filtered water all throughout the day. Um, raw vegetables. Um, and, you know, if you're doing big, long days, then having lots of little healthy snacks close by. Seaweed snacks is another really good one that I love, or hummus and corn chips. <laughs> um, but figure out what your taste buds are and um, feed yourself nourishing foods and supplements um, that are going to support the hard work that you're putting out. The game changer for me was not letting the story take over. So it's so easy to sit at a computer or um, a screen or a, a writing desk and to go, I can't do this. And it's like the moment that thought comes in, it's so easy to go to let to once the thought comes in to then create a story i'm not smart enough i can't do this i've got too much else going on my workload's too heavy um i can't afford it whatever all of the excuses in the story that wants to support that tiny little thought that came in you need to cut it off stop it and do not let it run because it is just a moment in time it's a thought it's an emotion that comes into your body and within two minutes, an emotion can come and go. So the reason we create so much chaos and anxiety for ourselves is that a thought or an emotion comes in, we go, I can't do it. And then we go, oh yeah, we can't. And then so we start running this big story and we make it, you know, think of a ball of, you know, um, I'm thinking of like a snow, a ball of snow that's rolling down the hill and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, because we allow the story to run. So try and cut the story off and go, this is going to pass, this is going to pass, this is going to pass. Like, that's what I did. Um, and be like, not, not going there. That is not the truth. I'm not allowing this to rule the situation right now. So um, the feeling, the emotion, the, the thought process is going to come into your mind and it's going to try and convince you to not um, do the task or to finish or... Um, or to to give in to the overwhelm but try not to give it a reason try not to give it a story try not to validate it and just let it pass and sometimes that passing might take longer um, because it's a really strong emotion that you're used to giving into but if you can try and cut it off distract yourself do some of these things make a meal get out and exercise take a break call somebody um, but whatever you do do not let that story run its course because it will destroy you and you'll end up lying in bed in the fetal position <laughs> being like i can't do this why have i signed this contract um, i haven't been there yet but i still have a few months to go um, but yes absolutely don't let the story run and then, you know, um, I think something that I've been really keeping as my mantra is just surrendering and go, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender. Like I'm here, I'm doing one step at a time, one foot in front of the other, one thing at a time off the to-do list, what's urgent now, what needs to happen now. Okay, I made a phone call today, that was great. Or I, you know, I opened a, a Word document and started typing, that's good. Um, and just surrendering and trusting the process. Um, I know I'm going to finish. I know I'm going to write this book. I know that one day I'm going to be standing with all of you guys, sharing it with you. Um, and I surrender to the process and I trust and believe that I'm capable of it and it wouldn't be here and it wouldn't be happening and I wouldn't have these ideas 
if I wasn't meant to be doing this. And I think that's really big for, I say to a lot of my coaching clients, if you have an idea, chances are you're meant to make it happen because not everyone has that idea or not everyone can see that way or has that vision. So if you have, if it's in front of you, then that's good enough. That's, it's probably part of your process and part of what you're meant to be birthing out into this world. So surrender and trust that. And then if all else fails, you can just clock off and have a beer, which is exactly what I'm doing right now, watching the sunset over the the beautiful bushland here, um, having a beer and just sharing this hopefully helpful knowledge with you guys. So don't be afraid to just kick off sometimes, have a beer, go down the pub, call a friend, have a wine um, and enjoy life and trust and know that everything is happening as it should and whilst we get so caught up in time and space and needing things to happen in a certain way in a certain time the reality is that life is flowing quite perfectly and all of those moments in your life that have brought you to where you are today have happened um, in perfect synchronicity and it will continue to happen in that way so try and stay out of your own way out of your own mind and out of your own story um, and enjoy the ride because you're on your way somewhere great. We all are. We all have a purpose on this planet and a place to be and, you know, we try to force it and we try to control it. Um, But it really is unfolding perfectly. And I read this beautiful um, quote on Instagram from NASA yesterday and they posted a picture of the full moon and all of these beautiful images and they said oh so you think you're an influencer to you know do you impact the entire the entire world with with your movements and i was like referring to how the moon does and i was like that is brilliant it's like here we are as humans on this tiny little planet thinking we're in control and we we have it all together and that if we just get up and work our asses off and make this happen and we can be better and we can you know outdo each other and make things happen Um, but there is so much about life that is a mystery and you know there's even just this me having this book deal and this whole process um, I was saying to a friend the other day there was a time not long ago probably about two years ago where I was like I am done with Startup Creative. I can't do it anymore. I I feel burnt out. I'm overwhelmed. Um, Maybe I should just try something different. And I looked at all of these different options as to how I would move and change my business and my personal brand. And even though I tried to do that so many times, nothing flowed and nothing, no doors opened and I didn't quite get clarity around it. And eventually the inspiration came back and I was like, oh, I'm back here and I love this and I love working with my clients and running workshops and producing content that helps people to start their own business. And I truly believe that I wasn't allowed to move away from Startup Creative because this book was waiting for me and sitting down to write it, I feel so inspired and so passionate to produce something that's really going to change people's lives and really going to help them and to think that a couple of years ago I was ready to throw the towel in and now here I am with a publishing deal um, about to 
produce a book for a global marketplace that will hopefully help a lot of people. Um, that was beyond my control. I could never have imagined that if someone had told me that was what was waiting for me two years ago um, and why I couldn't give up on Startup Creative even though I felt overwhelmed, um, then I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't have been able to see it. Um, but here I am today and it's all happening as it should and you never, never know what's around the corner. So one step at a time, overwhelm and procrastination is really real. Try and implement some of these strategies um, in the moment as quick as possible and go gently with yourself because it is a tough ride, it is hard work, but I guarantee you there's something amazing and inspiring on the other side that is exactly perfect for you and that when you get there you will be in total awe of what you've created and what you've done and um, you won't even remember how hard it was. Good luck and I hope it was helpful and let me know how you go. Um, share this podcast on, on Instagram, tell me which ones that you worked on or used or that were most helpful for you and let me know if they were helpful. Have a great day guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week.